You're listening to Prep Period, the only podcast for teachers that's focused on quick wins and actionable tips that can be implemented in your classroom tomorrow. Prep Period starts in three, two, one. Welcome to the Prep Period Podcast. My name is Brian Bean. I'm your host as usual. Uh, Today, we're going to discuss a couple things that should make our business teacher audience out there really excited. Okay, We're going to talk about uh, how to get students involved with local organizations and businesses, as well as how to bring the real world into your classes. And our guest is Zachary Johnson from North Kansas City High School. Welcome, Zachary. So first things first, let's get our listeners a little bit more familiar with you, Zach. Uh, Zachary Johnson is a teacher at North Kansas City High School in North Kansas City, Missouri. Um, He was named the 2020 Missouri ACTE New Teacher of the Year. Congratulations on that. That's fantastic. Um, And a finalist for the 2020 Region 3 ACTE New Teacher of the Year. So that... uh, so we, that's fantastic, man. Congratulations. Um, also a member of DECA High School Program Task Force and presented this summer at the DECA Advisor Professional Learning Conference. So uh, I am excited to hear what you can bring to our listeners. So that's that's fantastic. Um, now, before we dive in too much, it, it's clear you are, uh, when it comes to business education, you're very involved. Right. And, and I love that. That's near and dear to my heart. Um, I understand you've done some really cool things with your class uh, as far as developing, you called it a consulting firm. So sure. tell, me, tell us more about that. Yeah, so the, the kind of the short version of that is, uh, so we uh, partnered with local businesses, uh, uh, primarily small businesses and nonprofits. Um, we had them uh, approach us um, and they brought problems they were having, uh, such as marketing or um, websites or social media. Um, students did a deep dive into those um, uh, and kind of analyzed their business um, on everything. And they kind of keyed in on what they were actually um, wanting uh research done on or helping uh, the problem solved on. And then they would uh, actually present uh, to the client um, in a formal setting and bring them in. So it'd be an authentic audience. And then um, uh, that client actually took some of that information and actually implemented it in most cases. Uh, to get those teams, they kind of operate as uh, many businesses or many consulting firms because they're working with different companies, the different teams. Uh, so they'd apply for different positions, whether that be graphics or presenters um, or uh, kind of a project lead. And then they would apply for different positions and then we did a draft actually. So uh, they would draft their different teams and then they kind of have a mini company that they wow. would run. And these are legit real businesses out there. Like in the community. Yeah, so we uh, we had a my first year we did it. We had a barbecue place. We had an insurance agency. Uh, we had a local like theme park. Um, we had a, a couple more. Yeah, but they'd come to us uh, with problems that they were having. That's awesome. Now, so obviously, uh, the first question comes to my mind: like, how did you get businesses that you know these are livelihoods on the line to trust these high school students to be able to bring value and help actually solve their problems? So the first year I did it, um, it was kind of hard. It was a lot of legwork for me. Um, I emailed the um, Chamber of Commerce. Um, I emailed uh, different small business groups uh, in the uh, the community that I was teaching in, um, and uh, 
pretty much just spammed everybody trying to get anything or any feedback. Um, and then uh, I got a couple small businesses that emailed me back. And I mean, they were small businesses. They didn't have a ton of money to pay to try and solve those problems. So they really had nothing to lose. Um, it gave them good PR by students being able to help. Yeah. Um, I made sure to push the whole, you know, students are helping and it's um, going to give them uh, lots of good um, authentic education. So try to push that aspect a whole lot. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I love it. I, so we're going to go off script a little bit because I just want to dive deeper into this. Because I sure. think that's fantastic. Uh, give me an example of one of the problems that your students solved. Uh, so with the uh, the insurance agency, they were wanting to come out with a, a new program that they were going to try and sell, uh, where they were trying to reach uh, like 18 to like 30-year-olds to teach them about like essentially personal finance. So how to create a budget, uh, managing, investing, like home buying. And they were trying to ask us how to uh, promote or market towards those people. So we kind of created a marketing plan for them. Uh, kind of house. Uh, this is where we'd attack social media. This is when you should post. This is what graphics would look like. Um, and just trying to help them uh, appeal to that target market. So it's something that they, if they went to an agency, they'd be spending thousands of dollars for it. But then my students were able yeah. to. Uh, yeah, that's them. not cheap consulting work right there. Sure. Uh, have you had a chance to follow up with those businesses and see how, how the plans implemented worked out? Yeah, some of them just kind of said thank you and implemented a small portion of it. Some of them took the whole thing and uh, completely implemented it. And the ones that I've talked to have seen an uh, increase in uh, like traffic flow and uh, click rates on the websites and I've increased profits due to it. Wow, that's, I love it. That's awesome. Now, and yeah. this is a program you just designed yourself. This is not part of DECA or anything like that. This is something you've done. Uh, so I try and uh, stay up to date on a lot of the uh, the marketing and business stuff uh, in uh, kind of the, the real world. Uh, so a lot of uh, Gary Vee and um, Seth Godin, and I read lots of business books. So tried to uh, bring a lot of that stuff in. I also worked in industry before I went into um, teaching. So I try and bring a lot of that uh, kind of real world um, environment into my classroom as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, so let's talk about that a little bit because as a former entrepreneur myself, Right. Uh, you know, if there is such a thing as a former entrepreneur, it's kind of gets in your blood and never goes away. Right. Uh, I love the idea of getting students involved with, you know, small businesses, nonprofits, anybody in the local community. Right. Uh, so um, I, I just think there's such value in those kind of out of class applications. Uh, yeah. But what hands about on is a lot more applicable than just reading a textbook. Oh, for sure, right? Absolutely. What about though? Kind of let's reverse the direction of the roads. So it's not a one-way street. How do you bring kind of that real world into your regular class lessons? Like, what do you do? What's your teaching approach to bring the real world into the classroom? Yeah, like I said, I worked in business um, for about five years before I went into teaching and uh, market research, and I own my own insurance agency for a little bit. And then I also worked in uh, commercial insurance. So I've got um, some connections. So I try and bring them in as guest speakers, uh, try and pull some of my knowledge um, and kind of implement that as a case study. Um, and then also uh, just try and bring in as many real world examples as we can. So we're analyzing stuff that's going on in the news, um, working, uh, kind of picking a company as we're going over pricing or branding. Um, and students are kind of redesigning um, their brand or uh, picking up promotion for the company. So I try and you know front load them with information and then just kind of act um, uh, as a guide as they're going along and trying to uh, do their own learning. Ah, it's too bad 2020 didn't have any noteworthy news things for you to, to play off of. What it, a boring a year. Well, there there hasn't been much. No, yeah, nothing. Um, so, 
if a teacher out there, let's say there's a teacher out there that are listening to this and they're like, man, that's a really good idea. I'd like to try and implement something similar to that. Um, since you kind of, the genesis kind of came from you instead of pulling off of a, a pre-designed program that's out there. Uh, do you have any advice for teachers that want to do that? Uh, kind of the way I teach uh, and kind of the way I approach stuff is, you know, it's not going to hurt to try. I mean, even if it sucks, it's still better than doing worksheets and looking through a textbook. Um, so just getting out there and trying, um, uh, try and uh, pick out some stuff that you like, maybe implement it in one unit uh, or in uh, one assignment and try that out, see how it goes. And then uh, as you, if, if you like it, continue it. If not, scrap it and you're not any worse off. No, for sure. Um, is there any, uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, so is there any advice you could give where you can be like, okay, I tried this. This definitely didn't work. You should avoid doing that. Uh, I guess I assumed uh, students were, by the time they were, because I do this in my entrepreneurship class, I guess I assumed by the time they were in a second and third year class, they were a little bit more mature. So giving them too much freedom, um, having to rein that back in a little bit and provide a little bit more guidance. Um, you know, if they're given free time, they're going to fill it with messing around or playing uh, the latest game. Uh, also kind of, uh, I try and prep as much as I can beforehand, but you never know what kids are going to say when they're presenting to actual people. Um, and you don't want that to reflect on you badly. Um, one of my first presentations where we were uh, presenting to a client, I had a kid tell them uh, that it was the worst website they'd ever seen in their life. <laughs> and as you know, kids smile and start chuckling, he kind of feeds into that and keeps going. And I'm just saying, oh, oh no, <laughs> please stop. Yeah, that's not necessarily the feedback that you're hoping for. Yes. Uh, I love it. I love it. So you, you've kind of given one example of with the insurance company where they put that together. Um, do you have one? I guess you kind of alluded to the website thing, but I'm wondering if there's any that just bombed that was just like cautionary tale. Don't repeat this. This project is not something kids should do. Um. Uh, when we were talking to the uh, the theme park, um, they were wanting to uh, implement some new stuff. They were wanting to try and get like some date nights and some other stuff because they were really uh, appealing really well to like grade school kids, but they weren't appealing well to high school kids. Hmm. Um, so they wanted to try and get some stuff. So we had some really good ideas that they really liked, but then some of the other stuff we suggested and they're like, oh, we're already doing that. Or, oh, we'd already um, had that in the work. So just uh, making sure you do complete due diligence instead of um, just kind of cursory stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, I think it's fantastic what you're doing, and I sure appreciate that. Uh, it's always fun to, to talk to teachers uh, that are doing things creatively, going a little bit outside the box and a little bit beyond the norm. And I, I just think it makes such a difference. Um, well, it's a huge experience uh, for them and great um, benefit to them. And it's amazing to see them after they you know, presented or worked on a project such as this. Um, to see that confidence level go up. And also it helps them you know, fill out that resume um, with real world things that they've done. Oh, for sure. You know, as you think, I, I was thinking about that. It's funny you mentioned it because I was thinking similar kind of things. It's like, you know, the the takeaways from experience like this go so far beyond, you know, it's a fun project and I enjoyed the class. Like, mm -hmm. th th there's value in that. Uh, but you think about what this could do for a, a student's confidence level yeah. about, you know, I did this when I was 17, mm -hmm. you know, uh, where can we go from here? Have you noticed any students that really just enjoyed it so much that they started to look at their, maybe their college plans differently as a result? Has it had that kind of yeah. impact? 
I've had several students, like you can see it click when they're presenting or when they're working on it. You can see that confidence just uh, completely switch on. But uh, several of them from this have uh, actually started their own business or have decided that they wanted to be a uh, business major uh, going to school. And I've had a couple reach back also and say, you know, everything that I'm doing in my first or second year is easier than what we did in class. You really prepared me. So this kind of real world stuff is definitely uh, giving them a leg up. Wow, that's fantastic. Zach, you should put together some sort of a program and then just <laughs> sell it to the different schools. I love it. I love, I just think about how much fun that would have been if there was a program like that when I was in school. And I'm guessing you hear that all the time. I have a, a few times, yeah. yeah. Wishing yeah. I had it when I was in school. Seriously, right? It, it, it's always fun to be the teacher that's on the other end of that conversation uh, and to think you know, about your own life, how my life would be differently if I had had this. And then know mm -hmm. that you're the person that's, that's providing that experience for teenagers. Uh, nothing well, more rewarding than that, right? Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate you having me on as a guest. Um, keep going good. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to root for the Chiefs. I'm a Bills <laughs> fan and I hope you lose. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Have a good one. Thank you for having me. So I want to say thanks again to Zach for joining us on the program today. Um, like always, if you or anybody that you know would be interested in being a guest on our show, just have them email me at brian.bean at stewkent.com. That's Brian with a I, bean just like the vegetable. So brian.bean, stewkent.com. Uh, as far as the final thought for the day goes, I couldn't help but think when Zach was talking about how much internal drive students have nowadays. And the amazing things that they're capable of doing. But a lot of times they just they just need someone to point them in the right direction. You know, I used to always say uh, when I, back before COVID, let, stop me from going to conferences. Back when I would travel at conferences and speak, I'd always tell teachers the same thing. That, you know, if you provide an environment of creativity, students will create. And I believe that. And I think Zach's a perfect example of that. Uh, so teachers, whether you teach entrepreneurship, business, personal finance, or anything in general, don't underestimate the creativity of your students. Find a way, it might take a little extra work, but find a way to foster that kind of environment and they will blow your mind. So thanks for listening.